Welcome to the Membership Machine Show, talking you through your membership website from initial idea all the way to finished product. Here's your host, Jonathan Denwood. Welcome back, folks, to the Membership Machine Show. This is episode 45. It's me, and I've got my Thursday show normal co-host. He's filling in, but I've we've got a new host starting, not next week, but the week after. I will be introducing her um, on Twitter. I'm excited that she's agreed to come on the show. Um, but in this episode, we're going to be talking, comparing WordPress with uh, another open source CRM called Ghost. Um, it should be a fantastic show. We're going to be looking at the different aspects. Should you still be interested in WordPress? What are the good things about Ghost? What are the bad things? We will be giving you a load of information in this show. So, Kurt, would you like to introduce yourself to the new listeners and viewers? Absolutely. Thank you, Jonathan. My name is Kurt Von Annen. I own a agency called Manana Nomas, and we focus mainly on uh, membership and learning websites. I also work directly with WP Tonic and Lifter LMS. Yeah, a feast of knowledge, Kurt, is. So um, before we go into the meat and potatoes for this great show, I've got a couple of messages from our major sponsors. We will be back in a few moments, folks. Are you looking for ways to make your content more engaging? Sensei LMS by Automatic is the original WordPress solution for creating and selling online courses. Sensei's new interactive blocks can be added to any WordPress page or post. For example, interactive videos let you pause videos and display quizzes, lead generation forms, surveys, and more. For a 20% off discount for the tribe, just use the code WPTONIC, all one word, when checking out and give Sensei a try today. We're coming back, folks. Just want to point out that we've got some great special offers from the sponsors, the major sponsors. Plus, we've got a curated list of the best WordPress plugins, specifically aimed if you're building a membership community website on WordPress. So you don't have to trawl the internet to find the best solutions to get you up and running ASP. To get all these goodies, all you have to do is go over to WP tonic.com slash deals wp tonic.com slash deals and you'll find all the goodies there what more could you ask for probably a lot more but that's all you're going to get so on that page so this goes straight into it then kurt so before i brought up ghost um a couple of weeks ago um had it been on your radar at all no, and that's one of the things I actually wanted to say on this podcast, Jonathan, was since I've been involved with you and your podcast and your shows, it's it's you bring so much more to the table to think about than just getting ahead in WordPress. I didn't even know Ghost existed until you brought it up. Yeah, Ghost has been getting traction, folks. It's got some great strength. It's got some weaknesses. Um, I just thought I wanted to talk about it, folks. It was started by a former lead contributor to WordPress. WordPress is an open source project. So is Ghost. Ghost is open source. It's um, the lead of the project, which is Ghost, was John O'Nolan. 
um, a great developer. And like I say, he was involved quite a bit with WordPress. He got a bit frustrated with the direction that WordPress was going and the leadership of WordPress. And he decided to start his own thing. Um, I think the core of the team behind Ghost are based in Singapore. Um, and uh, John's a great guy. I might ask him to come on either of the podcasts that we do um, just to have a chat. I might outreach to him. He's a bit, supposed to be a bit of a surfer guy, I've been told. So he's supposed to be a cool guy. Um, so what is Ghost? Ghost, uh, folks, is very like WordPress. It comes in two flavours. There's a fully hosted version of WordPress that's um, under the domain wordpress.com. And then there is a self-hosted solution, which a number of the biggest hosting providers like GoDaddy, Bluehost, and WP Tonic, um, who's a, a niche player in the hosting, we only we focus solely on membership and community websites. That's our passion. That's what where we offer a load of value. We install WordPress.org for you, host it, and we provide a lot of extra um, elements. And like I say, there's a whole group of hosting providers, GoDaddy, Bluehost, WP Engine, Kinsta. There's a whole group of hosting providers. But what, what is the difference between these hosting providers and WordPress.com? WordPress.com is a bit of an overlap, but you don't have access to all the enormous library of WordPress plugins, themes. You are reduced to what only what you can get from WordPress.com and the team behind it, which is automatic. And also it has a blogging focus um, and it has other limitations, which um, I'm not going to go into at the present moment. So how does that compare to Ghost? Well, Ghost is very similar, but very different. <laughs> it's a contradiction like most things. Um, it has a hosted platform, and, but you can self-host. Unlike in WordPress, where the majority of people choose the self-hosted solution through their hosting provider or they just get a bare metal provider and they upload it themselves, um, most people in the WordPress community do not utilise WordPress.com for very understandable reasons. Um, but um, Ghost is... The opposite, most people choose the hosted solution that comes from the Ghost Foundation. WordPress and Ghost are totally open source. So you, to some degree, you own the code. If you manipulate the code, you own it. You are less exposed to a, a company being like Twitter by its present founder, uh, Elon Musk, and you are at his, you're exposed to whatever way he wants to take 
a particular company because he owns it. Um, when it's open source, you, um, to some level, you are protecting yourself from these type of circumstances. So WordPress and Ghost are both open source project, but the main difference is most people in the world of Ghost choose the hosted solution that comes from the foundation, which is owned and, um, by the founder, John O'Neill. Um, you can self-host it, but um, like I say, most people choose the, the, the solution that comes from the Ghost Foundation. And that starts at $9. The next one up is $25 a month, which um, is the one I would go with. Um, and that's very comparable to what a provider, uh, a reasonably quality provider would charge to host your WordPress website. You know, you can go cheaper, folks, with WordPress hosting, but in my experience, really, you're only going to get any kind of quality starting around the $25 mark. Um, so what I've outlined there. What do you so, Kirk? What do you make out? What was your what's been your own observations and how, what's your response to what I've just outlined? I've tried to keep it to a level where people that are not so or fay with the different setups could hopefully follow what I've just said, but it does get a bit complicated pretty quick, doesn't it? Well. So I did the deep dive after you brought it up. And I even went so far as to, you know, attempt an install and do some different things. And I remember back, I started in WordPress in 2004. And I can remember that old feeling of WordPress as a blogging platform. I remember that. Like, you know, they had the, you know, your text, your the user interface was a little bit different. And it was really focused on blogging. And then, you know, it, evolved and it grew into the the giant platform that it is today with e-commerce and membership plugins and all these things. And so when I looked at Ghost, I had that nostalgic feel again. Like this is a this is a very simplified blogging platform sure. that and and now I'm going to you know you started to talk about installation a little bit but you know it was the .com the .org that same confusion that WordPress has they adopted with Ghost except that they switched it right so .org is Can the, I just can I just yeah. interrupt a little bit I think you've touched on the, the funny thing folks is the way Ghost is set up is set up in my opinion in the right way <laughs> uh, um WordPress is a mess folks the thing that saves it is the hosting providers and the enormous community, the actual company and the actual experience that you get from WordPress.com, in my opinion, is grossly inferior. And Ghost, when it comes to that hosted product that comes from the original company behind the project, you the experience that you should get from WordPress.com, they provide. The actual installation is rather um, um so I've just butted in, but I just wanted to say first of all, do you agree what I just said? And uh, I apologize, but I, I no, thought no. it was necessary. Yeah, for, for the most part, I'm I'm in agreement. Part of me misses that nostalgic, simple feel because it, it fits a certain use case that some some people have. 
Um, not everybody wants to be a webmaster. Some people just want to get an idea out, you know, and that's, that to me is why, why SaaS is such an attractive thing in some platforms. But this felt very SaaS-like when you went into the hosted version. It was very much like, this is the platform. This is, <laughs> pardon me, this is what you get. Um, themes were pretty limited, right? So this is what you get. This is what you, and boom. Um, I did not have the choices I have in WordPress, but that's almost a benefit. Well, it swings roundabouts. It's apples yeah. and pears. It's, yeah. it's whatever metaphor you want to use, folks. Um, it's laser focus is at bloggers, at creators, creators that produce digital products that want to blog about their, um, about themselves, about what they're doing, about their products, about their shows, about the YouTube channel, their podcasting, whatever thing they create. It's laser focused at that. And sorry, go on. I was just going to butt in on you there. When you sign up for the SaaS part of it, I shouldn't call it SaaS, but when you sign up for the hosted version, um, it runs you down. The user interface is completely different than WordPress, the different order. So it asks you right up front before you do an install, before you get access to anything, it says, are you a creator, a publisher, or a business? Right. And right there, you're forced to make a decision and narrow down on what you're going to build. But there's confusion because a person like me, it's like, well, you know, for the purpose of this project, am I a creator or am I a a publisher? Well, you know, well, the purpose of WP Tonic is to offer a more WordPress focused solution that has the ethos of Ghost. That was always my, um, my what I want you to achieve, but with more flexibility. And because the problem with Ghost, folks, is the core product has been executed quite well. It has that focus, and it's focused very similar to you that are listening to this podcast or watching this video. Um, but its problem is not the core. Its problem is it doesn't have the enormous community of developers, plugin developers, theme and developers, freelancers, the hundreds of thousands of people that support WordPress. That is its problem, it, and it cannot solve that problem. But it's something I've been looking at because if it, it ever got to the stage where I got fed up in building my business on WordPress, I'll probably look at Ghost to build something on and compete with Ghost to some degree because um, he is open source. Um, but its limitations are its strengths and its limitations are its weaknesses. That That is the contradiction of Ghost, which is the opposite of WordPress, folks. The, word, the strength of WordPress is all the flexibility and power and you get from WordPress, its weakness is all the flexibility and power that you get, folks. Um, did that make any sense, Kurt? It, it did. As I was looking at the Ghost platform, I began to ask myself a simple question, and that was, what problem were they trying to solve when they made this? What was missing? Because if I'm just being blunt with the hosted version, you know, why would I not be on Patreon or locals or, you know, only fans or on any of these other platforms that give you membership capabilities. And then I started looking at some of the email tools and stuff that it had. And that gave me a little more insight, but I was hoping our discussion would kind of delve mm. in more into what, oh, that, what in, is that problem? 
Yes, you, that is the problem of Ghost, that you got it. It is focused at the creator, um, but I think, and it does offer, um, when you set up a normal WordPress install on one of the major hosting providers, what they don't provide is they don't provide a way of sending out newsletters or marketing email. And if you're a creator, you definitely want that. Yes, you can set up a separate uh, active campaign or um, there. there's a number of um, email newsletter sending service that will integrate with WordPress. And they're not ridiculously priced, but it's another it's another hoop that you have to step through. It's another additional cost. That's all included with Ghost. And like and I'm gonna self-promote here, it's the main and you get that with WP Tonic because like I said, I wanted a WordPress solution that has elements of Ghost, but still had all the flexibility of that enormous community that's behind WordPress, but provide guidance, stewardship, advisement to people that and remove some of the barriers that if you're just not with a specialist like WP Tonic, you've got to spend a lot of time researching all this. So it's a it's a great thing that you get with Ghost because it will send out um they on the nine dollar to twenty five, the twenty five, they they do have quite. I wouldn't say unrealistic, but they have disk limitation and they do have bandwidth limits. Um, you get that with WP Tonic, but I think they're more generous. Uh, um, and um, you got to be aware of that. But to get back to the point that you were making, um, I just. They don't offer marketing optimization. They don't offer e-commerce, really. They don't um, offer affiliate marketing. There's some really strong elements that you need when you're building a membership website in 2023 that are really missing. They do offer Zapier integrations, but that means that you're going to have to get three to four external SaaS-based services and integrate them with Ghost, where uh, a modern WordPress provider like WP Tonic, um, you get that. We offer all that integration. I think when you became part of the WP Tonic team, you were just aghast at the value that I was offering, what WP was offering, really, weren't you? Yeah, I I can remember you and I having those discussions and I would try to persuade you to charge more because <laughs> I was like, dude, you're giving away this, you're giving away this, you're giving away this for what some companies charge just for hosting. Um, so to me, I was like, you know, this is an incredible value. Uh, and then you have the, you know, I guess we'll call it the affiliate or the partner program you do for agencies, which allows them to make money on the back end too. So yeah, ex- extremely generous program. Um, but if we go back to the thought of, you know, ghost versus WordPress and the email thing, which we were starting to talk about, some of the email tools in ghost do exactly what I'm trying not to do with WordPress. As in, um, when you write a post, it says, do you want to send this? Uh, do you want to post this as a post? Do you want to do an email and post? Or do you want to email this? Well, 
in my email newsletters, I never email the full article or the full post to somebody. I always just do like an excerpt and then, you know, click, you know, read more here and then have a couple of those in, in one string. So I was kind of interested in how their interface worked and what their readership would be. Like how many people actually read a full post via email and, and what that translates to. Well, um, what it does offer, if you if you go onto YouTube and you have a look at what people say at um, some of the strong points of um, Ghost, um, they um, they talk about that you can hide certain chunks of your posts. So when you send out the newsletter, you do, you're sending out just a cut-down version, So, and people will have to go to the blog post to see the full article, right? Okay. But um, So a lot of people sell that, and I, I do understand that being attractive. But um, And some people, where I think where it's, this is only my take on it, Kurt, and I might be wrong. I'm wrong about most things. So uh, um, <laughs> um, uh, I'm a human being. I'm totally infallible, folks. But I just give my honest opinions, and I've got a lot of experience. Uh, um, it hasn't really... And I might be totally wrong here, folks, but it's just a feeling I've got. They haven't really explained their value proposition as well as something... What comes to mind is ConvertKit. Now, some people say ConvertKit and it's found uh, it's a little bit over-emphasised. Is that making sense? Over-pushed. But I think they ConvertKit have made a really good argument to the same audience as what Ghost is trying to... Um, promote to either the creator community. I just feel that ConvertKit offers more and, and does it in a more coherent way. Do you, What do you think about that? Do you think there's anything I've said there or do you think I'm off track there a bit? I, you know, to, to say that they're the same audience, I'm not sure that I, I'm not sure that I see the alignment as, as plainly as you do. Mm. Um, I do, like I said at the very beginning of, the, of this particular episode, I can definitely see a use case where Ghost would be preferred to someone that just wants to just wants to publish content and blog and, and exercise that creative beast. You know, someone that can't sleep at night because they've got ideas or something and they just got to share it. Exactly. Um, it, it's great for that. It, it's, it, that use case is perfect. But anything beyond that to me, Jonathan, I, I find the product wanting. I, I like, I, you know, I want those email automation tools. I, I want to be able to have a funnel. I want to be able to do e-commerce if I choose to. Um, not every project I build for my clients has all that baked in from the start, but we always have the option to add it as we go, which I think is the, the, the beauty of WordPress. I, I, I totally understand where you're coming. The way I think where its strength is that if I was looking at WordPress.com or I was looking at Ghost, there is no argument in my mind I would utilise. If that, if I was the type of person that Kurt has just outlined, um, and I do take what he said about ConvertKit, I, 
I think the reason why it's, I have strong linkage in my mind, Kurt, is the they're both aiming at the creator community, but I just feel the value proposition explained more strongly and more coherently by the team behind ConvertKit. I'm not, um, but when it comes to that blogging creative which you've just outlined, I I, I would not utilize WordPress.com. I, 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 if I was that, and I didn't want to go down the full SaaS route because I wanted ownership, all the things that you get from an open source project, I would I would look at Ghost. I would look at Ghost, but there are very strong limitations with it, isn't there? Yeah, yeah. It's I was trying to weigh the benefits because if we're going to do a full analysis, right? Because on the list of things to talk about was, you know, installation and themes and, and templates and membership and subscription and SEO. But if we talk about membership and subscription, you and I both have access to tools that are either a premium tool or a free tool to use for membership tools. And so we can plug that into WordPress very economically. And so when I look at the membership interface in Ghost, I have to ask myself, okay, so where's the win here? Where's the benefit here? Why would this be better than WordPress? And I and I didn't see that. Yeah, and the beauty, um, obviously you're going to feel it like that because you're involved with WP Tonic and Lifter LMS. And if you, Lifter LMS offers enormous value and with a decent hosting provider and some other key plugins, you've got a much stronger setup that specifically aimed at membership than, than you, what you would get with Ghost. So um, before we go for the second half, and we've got a list of major things that I'm going to outline and give you my opinion uh, comparing um, WordPress. We've got about eight or nine. I've added one without telling, um, which is prices um, that I didn't tell Kurt about. Um Basically, um, if you're just into blogging and you want to talk about what you want to create and you're looking for a really great blogging solution, and a lot of people, um, I think a lot of people get a little bit sour about WordPress because they don't have some somebody like WP Tonic that says, you know, here are the plugins, we'll update them, we'll deal with any plugin conflict. Um, we're here to help. Um, that takes a lot. Um, you get, you can get conflicts because people install four plugins doing the same thing on the on their website, um, and all this business. So when you got to provide a lot of what people say is removed. Um, so a lot of the reasons why people would move to Ghost, I think, is about the past, really. Um, but it's got. But if you're that blogging individual that's just looking for a really good hosted blog, and you want nothing to do with plugins, you've got no uh, aspirations to build a membership website. Um, your laser focus about just talking about your. your about you, the creative, the online creative, I think Ghost is a good solution, but it is limited. But we're going to go through, and that's my honest opinion, um, but it's been a great discussion. We're going to go for our mid-break, folks, and we'll be back in a few moments. 
This podcast episode is brought to you by Lifter LMS, the leading learning management system solution for WordPress. If you or your client are creating any kind of online course, training-based membership website, or any type of e-learning project, Lifter LMS is the most secure, stable, well-supported solution on the market. Go to LifterLMS.com and save 20% at checkout with coupon code PODCAST20. That's PODCAST20. Enjoy the rest of your show. We're coming back, folks. Um, just want to say, if you are looking for a specialized hosting provider that uh, that gives you an enormous selection of premium plugins and the best that can help you build your membership website, plus email uh, newsletter and automation all part of the hosting package, plus a ton of extra value, unbelievable level of value and service. Why don't you have a look at WP Tonic as your um, partner in building your membership dream? Um, we love you to become part of the family and just go over to WP Tonic hyphen wp-tonic.com have a look at what we've got to offer sign up or you can book a free chat with part of the team and we'll we'll just love to help you out so let's go in so let's go on my list so insulation um i you know you know uh if you're going to self let's just look at um you so did you so did you just try and set up um, a ghost account with the hosting solution or did you attempt to download the self-install version of it and try and install it on one of your own server areas, Kurt? I was going to try and install the self-hosted version, but I did not have the correct setup in my uh, shared hosting to load it. You need the Ubuntu and the something else. I had to start reading all the directions. And so I so I Oh my God, do you need a version of Linux, a specific version of Linux? Yes. So, so I'm not going to lie. I did what customers do, Jonathan. I got frustrated. <laughs> and I said, I said, you know, I got to try this out before the show. Like, cause that was my thing, right? I have to have this done by today. And as you well know, I was driving across the country, you know, moving from California. Oh, to bless your heart. Yeah, I wasn't expecting you to do no. that. No, 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 no. So, so I didn't want to get on the show and not know what I was talking about. So that, that, the, it never stops me, Kurt. <laughs> So, so I signed up for the hosted version on the 14-day trial, and that's how I went through that user experience of, you know, are you a creator? Are you a publisher? Are you a business? And then select the look that you want. Like, you have to select the, the theme and everything before you even get into your platform. It was, it was like the opposite of WordPress. Like, yeah. WordPress, you know, WordPress, you, you upload this thing that doesn't look like anything. You know, oh, people, new people that get WordPress always think it's broken. There's nothing here. But then you have to add the stuff. With this, you add the stuff and then get it all gets in the platform at the end. So uh, I think Kurt's just really pointed some. Um, if I was looking, I, I wouldn't touch the self-hosted ghost solution because it's going to, it's really for a techies. You know, I used to be a Linux administrator, folks. And when it starts asking you which version of Linux, which flavor of Linux, Ubuntu or Red Hat, or um, if, when it starts asking you those questions, um, the average user's lost. Um, you know, when it comes to WordPress, most of the leading providers uh, offer one-click install. Um, 
We we customise it for you. We do it all for you, folks. At WP Tonic, cool. um, um, it's totally, so if you are going to look at Ghost, um, look at their hosted solution. Started at nine dollars. It's the twenty five dollar version. They've got a fifty dollar and they've got one hundred and ninety nine. Um, the twenty five, if you're uh, the twenty five or fifty um, version, are the ones you want to look at. Um, definitely don't don't attempt self install themes and design. This is another area. Um, I've got they offer Ghost offer a very compared to WordPress um, a very limited selection of themes. You um, you can hire one of the great things about um, I'm going to get a bit techy here, folks. One of the great things about Ghost is um, it's built on um, Node.js, um, which is a, a JavaScript library um, where WordPress is built on React. I know I've just lost most of you folks. Um, but why should why do I mention this? Well, Node is it's just a fantastic um, JavaScript building library if you're a developer, and it makes it super quick. And um, I, I just love it, and I um, I still dabble a little bit in development. I just hate React, basically. I always have hated it, uh, um, but that's just me, folks. Um, and I'm I'm a bit of oddball, um, but um, but you don't get you can get a developer, and they can knock out a custom theme for you. Um, but it just doesn't have that community, that selection, which is a two-edged sword because in some ways the two, and because of Gutenberg and um, all the confusion that's caused, which we help with. Um, but it's like I say, it's it's like two faces of the same coin, isn't it? In some ways there's so much selection in WordPress, Gutenberg, Alameda, Divi. On the other side, you've just got a very small selection of pre themes haven't you what 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 do you think of what i've just said uh well when you go in you pick the theme you want and to your point there's not a lot to choose from but they are varied it's almost like looking at it's almost like looking at astra starter sites like you just go in you get a little a little preview and you pick one and you go with it um so so that was cool uh and then i think you were getting here but like their editing screen is a lot like using blocks Right. Except that their blocks are, I want to say half, half as many available blocks as what I see in my in my WordPress screen. And then if you're a Cadence user, if you like Cadence Cloud and, and stuff that WP Tonic is offering, you know, you get so many more, you know, options and selections that you can choose. And that's just not there. You know, in well, some people would like that because in some ways we might because we do have the something I'm thinking about is at a certain role you have only a limited, and then if if people want the full selection of um, blocks, we can activate it for them. Because in some ways, I do like what they've done at Ghost because this is the constant flux. You know, who is the user base? Who are you really aimed? Because yeah. you can't, by trying to please everybody, you don't please anybody. Um, but it's a constant struggle. 
But that, if things were easy, but that's the reality. You are going to be limited. But I do like the ghost editor because it's cut down. But on the other hand, if you're a power user and you're looking at more, you're going to get frustrated. So it swings and roundabouts, folks, once again. Yeah, and I should stress, it wasn't like there was a limitation of what could not be done because even if I wanted to sell something, even though they don't have an e-commerce interface per se, but you had mentioned third-party stuff, you could make a picture block and link it and stuff. You could, you can kind yeah. of fake it, you know. That so, so there's enough yeah. there to do what you need to do if you really got to find that workaround. But it's not. There wasn't the selection and the convenience I see in the WordPress space. Yeah, it's talking. Yeah, it's Blog that creative blogger. Um, but because um, I, I I like the editing LinkedIn, um, I I think when you're doing a posting LinkedIn, I quite like. Actually, they modified it recently, and I think it's deteriorated a little bit. Um, they did a slight change to it, but I always like the LinkedIn editor. If you're just posting and um, clean, easy to use, yeah. um, Medium is I, like that. Pardon? I said Medium is like that. Yeah, if you ever posted yeah, on Medium, very similar. Yeah, so, so where where I think what you're looking for is the um, to have that and that and have a tick box and it will expand in when you need a lot more. But if you're just editing, I think that's all you need available, and then you should have. But what would be the nice thing is to have a like a, a tick box or a link, and you click it, and then you get. Extra options. I think options are fantastic, aren't they, Kurt? You know, the more options you've got, the better. But all right, um, blogging features. Well, if you're just into blogging and that's all you want, I think Ghost wins. End of story. If you're into blogging and that's your main focus, um, you're going to love Ghost, aren't you? Yeah, that was my point. The use case is... I used to be that guy before I published my first book. I literally couldn't sleep at night because I kept thinking of things. And so I, I wrote the first book and published it. And then after that, I started blogging and I, and I realized I'm someone that has to process stuff. I have to get it out. And if you're that person, this is a great platform for that. Yeah. Membership and subscription. Um, limited with Ghost. You have got, but on the other hand, um, Kurt pointed out, you know, with the third-party integrations, you, you'll get something, you can get some, up something, it's not that hard, but if you're looking for native integrational power, um, you're not going to get that with Ghost, where you're going to get that a plenty with WordPress. Would you? What do you think of what I just said? I agree 100%. Uh, you know, I I think there's because um, people are mistakenly thinking it costs a fortune to have membership in e-commerce as part of their WordPress environment, and that's just not so. There's there's a lot of options out there to meet your use case that also meet your budget. Well, I think you know, Lifter LMS has got a fantastic engine. I know Learn Dash have just done their own um, plugin solution, but um, or you go to WooCommerce. Um, um, there's plenty of power out there. There's plenty of options. Yep. yep. Um, SEO. Um, limited in Ghost, a lot more options. But in some ways, SEO options are overstated in WordPress because um, a lot of the, some of the bigger SEO plugin solutions 
offer a lot of functionality which isn't going to make any difference to your SEO at all. Um, zero difference apart from wasting a lot of time. Um, if you're really into SEO, you're really, um, there's a number of third party subscription based tools which you, at uh, different price points, um, I think in one or two of the episodes, AI, we look at some of the AI tools and I, I mentioned some of the professional level SEO tools. Um, and I might do an episode on that in the coming months. Um, but um, a lot of the, a lot of the um, premier SEO plugins, you don't really need to buy the premier version, the free version, and just concentrate on your header and your meta description. And a lot of the rest of it, if you if you really want to concentrate on it, you're going to need to buy a third-party toolkit, really. That's my opinion. What's yours? I was actually really looking forward to your talk on SEO for this, because I know that you do more SEO than I do, and you've done a lot with WP Tonic lately and stuff. So um, when I looked at the reviews online and through YouTube, um, they were pointing out, you know, that there's a ton more options in WordPress. It's very simplified in Ghost. But then each person that did that review and said that said the same disclaimer, which caught me off guard. And I was hoping that you would have a way to shed light on this. They said, but don't worry, you'll get like the same SEO results with Ghost as you would with WordPress anyway. And I was like, if it's so limited and it's so easy to work with, why am I getting the same results as something I'm working my fanny off in WordPress? Well, because a lot of the functionality that the leading premier WordPress SEO plugins are offering you is just fluff. That's why, Kurt. Um, they're encouraging you to waste a load of time. And that side of what they're offering, they're immediately... Oh, I'm going to choose Yoast, I don't care. But I'm not just choosing Yoast, there's some others. Um um, a, a lot of what you got from the Premier Yoast solution was just fluff at best and misleading. You know, that awful um, thing where you're filling in the title and, you, and it goes green, um, fantastic. It's just gamification of SEO at its best. You get a buzz when you t- you got a amber and you turn it green in... Um, Yoast, you get that feedback, and it is gamification, but it's totally meaningless gamification because you, if you don't have the knowledge, um, done the SEO research, and then maybe done that research utilizing a, a, a semi-professional SEO tool, you're gonna, you're getting that hit, uh, that gamification hit, but it's in reality, it means nothing. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, I've been lost in the Yoast whirlpool of nonsense because I want a short, I'm a bullet point kind of guy, right? And so it's like, be more descriptive. So you add more words and then it says, you've got too many words. (laughs) Then you're like back and forth, back and forth. But uh, I get get that. The gamification of it is, uh, it can be distracting. And yes, to your point, does add a lot more time to making content. Yeah, there's a there's an there's a tool that um, I utilise, and then there's another tool, and there's about three to four tools in my arsenal. And it took me a while to actually learn how well to focus. I'm not, I'm above average. Um, I'm not an SEO professional in any shape or form, but I couldn't afford to hire one, so I had to self teach myself. 
Um, but yeah, I, a lot of the plugins that come around SEO folks that the premier level, they are misleading you a little bit, in my opinion. Um, on to the next one, email marketing. I think we've touched this. Um, Ghost provides that, but it has its limitations and it doesn't have the marketing automation like something like Active Campaign has or some of the other um, SaaS um, solutions, but it's not trying to provide that anyway. It's trying to provide, um, but, um, and when it comes to WordPress, you know, you do have to jump through some loops. You don't have to do that with WP Tonic because we provide all that as part of the hosting package. So what what's your thoughts around this one? I don't even call it email marketing, to be honest with you, Jonathan. I mean, it's like sends copies of the post to people. I'm So I'm doing an email blast with post content. So I see the value there. I do see that. that I guess we could technically call that email marketing. But I'm also part of a, I'm on the board of Giver Marketing, which is an organization of, of marketing people. And nobody in that board would consider this email marketing. You know, yeah. email marketing, to your point, is, you know, tracking responses, having a, a give and take back and forth, some kind of a funnel set up, some kind of a sequence, onboarding, all that kind of stuff. The gamification we do with membership sites, you know, with engagements and stuff, it's, it's just not there with Ghost. But Again, that that use case is a is something to consider. If it's not part of your use case, you don't need it. Yeah, I thought you put that fantastic. Thanks for that. Affiliate marketing. Um, well, it doesn't come natively in WordPress, but you know, as part of WP Tonic, I'm plugging WP Tonic a lot here, but I don't normally do, folks. <laughs> but it's just that we do offer we offer the leading plugin in that space as part of our package, and it. Is great. There are, um, if you're a real power affiliate, you're utilizing affiliate marketing as a key part of marketing your membership website. You're probably not going to utilize the solution that we provide. They're probably going to, there are some really quite expensive SaaS based um, affiliate marketing platforms that offer marketplaces. Um, I haven't chosen that. That because um, you've got to be a real power user. It's a bit like SEO. There's some very, very expensive SEO tools. Um, actually, one of them I do actually pay for, but um, you've got to be really, really serious, and it's the same. Um, when it comes to Ghost, you're going to have to find a SaaS and um, with... Um, and integrate it with Ghost because I don't think it comes with a native solution in any shape or form. Am I on the right track there? I, I believe you are. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I think of my affiliate programs I use, you know, with my clients, and there's nothing that was listed in the Ghost stuff that did what those affiliates do. Yeah. On to um, before we get to the conclusion, I've added price. So I've mentioned that a few times. So Ghost starts at nine. I wouldn't. The nine um, bandwidth and disk base is quite limited. You're probably going to end up with the 25. To get to get decent hosting and WordPress, I know you're going to get a load of poison email here saying, I can, I can host 25 websites on my provider for, for $10 a year. Uh, um, <laughs> you get what you... Um, 
In my experience, you've got a membership and you've got a reasonable stack of WordPress plugins and um, you're going to be paying around $25 plus. Um, it just to get any decent quality, decent support, decent anything, um, based on my experience. Um, next one is up to 50, and then they've got the 199. I really couldn't, apart from the disk space, I really couldn't see the value proposition from jumping from 50 to 199. And, and the only thing that struck me is you've got unlimited administrators, um, users, but they're admin really. Um, I could see some clear differences between the 25 and 50. So it's not outrageously priced for the hosted solution, is it? It's not ridiculous stuff, is it, Kurt? What did you reckon about the prices? The thing that caught me with the pricing was for $9 a month, I can have 500 members, right? And that's a great proof of concept. Like when I think about people starting something up, I go, okay, What's a, what's a good proof of concept? 25, 100 people. I start thinking in those terms. When I get to $25 a month, I can have 1,000 members. And so if my goal was to build a, you know, a content publishing site with membership, 1,000 members is a great goal to have, and $25 a month gets you covered. But the $50 a month was the same 1,000 members, and that caught me off guard a little bit. Yeah, thanks for pointing that out. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, that's one of the things that I could work out. <laughs> and and so, but when you go to the one ninety nine a month, all of a sudden you go to ten thousand members, and so the difference in pricing, you know, if I have a thousand members, it's, so if I go to twelve hundred members, they go, we got to go to one ninety nine. They haven't really worked that one out, have they? <laughs> no, no, the the math didn't make sense to me. Um, but like I said, and and I'm the opposite of you. Um, I know that you shoot people to the twenty five dollar one, but to me, I'm I'm all proof of concept. Just yeah. get something up. Just get something yeah. going and see if you get any traffic. And if you get the traffic, you know, jump right up to the next level. But I'm all about proof of concept. And and I've done a lot of proof of concept WordPress sites on cheaper hosts, you know, which have been those those hosts that, you know, the support's not good or that's not good. But it, you at least get started. But then what you find is as soon as you have any traffic or as soon as you have yeah, any the success problem, with Yeah, product, but the problem with that, I'm sorry, we're going to might slightly disagree here, but... yeah. And um, the problem with that is um, you you build it out. You know, we migrate. Um, we don't guarantee it to do f- for free because we get some people that got massive buddy boss websites. And we, <laughs> um, but you know, if it's the, if if it's somebody starting out, and I've had this. Um, the problem with these cheap hosting providers in WordPress is you build it out and you're just tempted. This does go live. And you get more than two active members signing up. It all falls down. It doesn't, it it cannot even, it doesn't even provide the ability to prove concept. I won't name some names. I could, it's tightly, and the person's run up and they wanted to sell them a mid-range e-commerce solution that's starting at $199 or something. Uh, um, can you see where I'm coming from? I do. I do. I was going to finish my statement by saying that um, once someone's beyond proof of concept or putting their idea together or knows that they have something to do, the value obviously is with WP Tonic because then you get access to all the premium tools that you need to expand and grow your project. 
I see it a little bit different. I would go month to month with somebody around 25. You know, if you're not going to look at WP Engine, have a look at WP Tonic, have a look at WP Engine. The problem, great people, WP Engine, the problem is they use a lot of a lot of cash and a lot of varnish and and they're not keen to switch it off on the back end. That causes a ton of problems. Kinster, Used to be, they've bun their prices up quite a bit. Um, WP Engine kind of reduced their prices, but they, they've put a lot more options and they use a lot of varnish and it's not great. And then SiteGround, uh, gone off them a bit. They, they nickel and dime. I definitely wouldn't utilize, um, <laughs> uh, Big Daddy, as I call it. Um, so, um, yeah, so it looks like I'm just I'm just flaming the competition, but I've just given what a base of my experience, folks. Um, and then there you have another provider called um, Cloudways that's become the darling of the um, developer class of WordPress. And I think they've got my experience of them is it's pretty technical support, and they've got their own problems. But that's based on my experience. Others would strongly disagree with me um but kurt's got slightly thin i can see yeah you know 509 bucks it's not bad so my probably kurt's right i'm wrong about everything anyway uh um i'm such a bugger really but there we go at least i know folks um um conclusions so what's your conclusions after this little discussion we've had about Ghost versus WordPress, WordPress versus Ghost. The first conclusion I want to make, Jonathan, is uh, I am glad this is a celebration moment that we that we chose the WordPress lane, right? Um, and just to kind of really dot the, I really want to hit this point home. Um, once I identified a tech stack in WordPress that fit my use case and I could duplicate over and over again for my clients and be strong in, there was a certain strength and consistency and everything that came about in this WordPress field for me. Once I could turn off the 60,000 choices in the repository and just focus on, hey, these are the top 10 or 12 tools you know, that, that I use, that I'm solid with, that I understand, that are stable, that are good for my clients. Um, and I felt really strong and stable in WordPress. Um, and I'm glad we have the power and the flexibility we do. The conclusion regarding Ghost is if I'm talking, if someone comes to me for a site and they're obviously not in my ballpark, if they're not a, you know, e-commerce, you know, membership driven, e-learning based type of client, and they're really just someone that can't sleep at night and wants to put up posts. I might just refer them and say, hey, I'm not, I'm not the developer for you. Maybe you just need this, this hosted example and just, you know, pick your theme and go for it. Because if you, if you try to serve the wrong customer, you, you're going to get bit in the end anyway. You might as well just be upfront about it. Well, it was, I've listened to some of the reviews and people that, um, market, strong marketers type, there's one or two, and I, but I thought, I thought they were overlading it. It was one guy who was, um, He's on a strong market. He was on WordPress, had a, maintenance, a small maintenance. Oh, I don't like all the plugins. Update. It was too technical, but obviously he was pretty technical. And then he goes on to Ghost. Um, I, I thought that was a bit laboured. But, but the reality is, if you're the type of person that was looking at WordPress.com, um, 
and it meets your blogger and you're looking um, for a solution where you've got, you got the reassurance that it's open source, that you can take that and you can self-host it. If, if some reason Ghost didn't like what you had to say about something, you could then copy that, could find somebody that could set it up on Ubuntu 9.56, whatever it is, and get you up and running, right? Um, where if you were fully... Um, SaaS solution and you wrote something and they didn't like it and they banned you, you're a bit buggered, basically. Um, uh, um, so if you're really into blogging and you really don't want, there's no possibility you're going to want all this, the rest of the power of WordPress, I probably would look at Ghost. Um, and I think... Um, I don't think they would say I've been unfair here because they are really focused that that's their focus, I think, and they've built a nice business around it. And it influenced me around why I started WP Tonic. Um, so I think we're going to round it up. Kurt's got more unpacking to do. Uh, um, so, Kurt, um, how can people find out more about you and what you're up to? Well, my site is Manana Nomas. Anything Manana Nomas online generally goes to me. And uh, LinkedIn, man, Kurt Von Annen on LinkedIn. Jonathan, who's who's the only Kurt Von Annen on LinkedIn? You. There is only one. <laughs> there you go. There can only be one, as Highlander said. Uh, um, uh, <laughs> I just want to point out, when we finish the show, we've got a fantastic Facebook group area. Um, it's called the WP Tonic Machine Show. Uh, membership machine show group um go over there join we cover all things wordpress and membership um got a great little community there please join and i'm sure it'll be a great resource for you we'll be back next week with kurt hopefully will be with me next week and then the week after we've got our regular new host which i will be telling you more about next in next week's show um we will see you soon folks bye Thanks for listening to the Membership Machine Show. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes and leave a rating to support the show. Until next time.